1: Hello and welcome back from CES to tell you all the good stuff about us. If you want to catch us, you can do that in many ways, how you're listening now, or you can find us on uh, iHeartRadio. You can find us on iTunes. Those, of course, are not live. They're in the archives. You can get us live on our WS Radio app. You can find us on Twitter. I am uh, Real Mark Cohen. Marsha is Marsha Collier. And Marsha, if they want to text us and listen live on Twitter, how do they do that?
0: Hey, good morning, Mark. Yeah, if you want to tweet to us, use hashtag TechRadio. We're also doing a live Twitter cast. In case you don't have the app or you happen to be hanging around on Twitter and you want to listen to the show, uh, just go to my at Marcia Collier account, and it should be up real soon. Kurt Booth well, will be right. putting that up.
1: All right. So uh, what did you think of CES? We just got back. We spent three days at CES. Uh, first impressions? or well, No, actually, first you wanted to talk about IBO, right?
0: Well, we have to do our weekly Ibo report. Right. Yep. Came back playing with Ibo. Ibo still hasn't learned much.
1: <laughs> oh god.
0: Uh, it's still like a puppy, you know, yeah. which is easily easier to mentally put together if you're thinking puppy, but when you're looking robot, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's hard. It it is not an teaching it is not easy. We're trying to let it loose a little more with the cat, so they can make friends. Which the cat is having How's that no going? part. Of. Cat's having no part of this. It's
1: okay, so no. the cat's not
0: interested. No. Well, kind of interested, but you know, if you could see the hate rays coming out of the cat's eyes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you could definitely. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not working out well, and uh, but we're plugging away. I mean, we own it, we have it. It's cute. It does all the things you see on. TV, it knows that I like it when it rolls over, and it rolls over and wants me to scratch its tummy all the time.
1: <laughs> so it can play dead.
0: Well, that's a different that's a different trick. Well, we the reason I say it, that
1: is right. because your cat is going to find it one day, and it's going <laughs> to end up not being alive anymore.
0: No, no, actually, it's so sturdy. Uh, I'd worry that it would hurt the cat. To be honest mm. with you. But mm. I, I could see one of them ears finding them across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch. Right, right, gone. But yeah. for those of you who don't have an iBo, the Sony iBo, the robot dog, which yep. was the heart and soul of everything on CES, I mean, people can't help but take pictures of it because it's so damn cute.
1: Right, it is cute.
0: CNET is giving one away, and I tweeted it this morning. And the contest runs, I believe, until the end of January, January 31st, 2019. Um, I've just been sharing it. I have not entered. I have. I'm good with my my single, iBo. So Mm -hmm. if you download the CNET app or share the unique link you get after registering for the sweepstakes, each friend who signs up with your link gets 10 extra entry. You gets you ten extra entries. Mm-hmm. So if you want an IBO and you're fascinated by it, hey, s- just look on Twitter for CNET and IBO, and I'm sure you'll find the link and go for it. I mean,
1: I have two dogs. I'm not so sure that IBO is going to fit in here. So actually, you
0: know. I th- I have from what I've read, it fits in real well with dogs.
1: Oh, interesting. Because dogs they're not find the it interesting. Type. Yeah. Well. Right.
0: And dogs find it interesting, and their hindquarters don't smell. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, so there's
0: true. no threat, you see. So that, yeah. there's that. Yeah. So, okay, uh,
1: cool. All right. Yeah. Well, if you won one, and those are expensive, they're three grand, right?
0: Three grand. I want to say hello. Yeah. Hi, Uncle Bill on Twitter, yeah, Valencia welcome. on Twitter, Jim Katzman. Thank you for tweeting live. And the stream I can see is up, and Ephraim Mendes liked that. So thank you very much. And thank Excellent. you for the retweets. So, CES, yeah. nobody, unless you've been there, can possibly... Oh, one thing I'd like to tell everybody. Please. Um, if you listen to KFI, 640 AM in Los Angeles, which is 50,000 watts and reaches pff, a, a large area. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be on tonight at 7 p.m. talking about different products I saw at CES with Mr. Mo Kelly. So, that'll be an hour tonight, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific. So if you want to hear more about the product, and I'm going to be talking about the products that did not get a lot of publicity. So oh. there's that. We saw a but lot of those.
1: But you as our audience heard it first here. So Well, I, I have decided. a
0: few things in the bag that I'm saving.
1: Just Oh, a few. okay. All right. So you're not going to tell everything you know.
0: And, uh, hey, if I yeah. told everything I knew, we'd be on here for a long
1: time. For a long – we'd be on for over the hour that we have.
0: Okay, um, I want everybody to picture – CES because you can't unless you've been there it's almost impossible so there are 4500 legit exhibitors Mm -hmm. now when I say legit exhibitors that means people who paid for booths now if you wanna buy a 10-foot by 10-foot booth it's gonna cost you about 10 grand just for the space Mm -hmm. then you have to pay for everything else that's in it so figure and if you bring employees with you Mm-hmm. Right? It's going to run you
1: $20,000. Oh, maybe right. more, well, with the hookups. Well, with the, you know.
0: Yeah, you got a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, so they have special shows like Showstoppers and Pepcom Digital Experience for the media where people who don't have booths, they are also displaying there for the media to see it, which is cool. It's cheaper for them. And a lot of those people rent suites in hotels. So they can have appointments with people. So aside from 4,500 exhibitors in more than two point, let's say three million net square feet, you've got every hotel having suites with brands. You, it, it, it's all over Las Vegas, right? I mean, Mark. Kitt, yeah, I mean, it's way know, too f- big to even see.
1: It's hard to see. I mean, I will tell you that I, I think Marcia and I did the same thing. We spent one day. On the floor of the convention center, and there are three basic areas of the convention center. Well, but there's also
0: the sands, there's Right, yeah. that's
1: true. Yeah, I did not make it over to the sands, but uh, there are these shows, as Marcia mentioned, and we're very fortunate to be in the media that we get to go to those events because it's a much more intimate approach. The floor, to me, is just a complete zoo. You can't get anything accomplished there. Are, I don't know. I don't. I didn't see statistically how many people were there this year. There are typically three to five hundred thousand walk through those shows show floors, and I find mm-hmm. it chaos, and I find it very difficult to do anything, which is why I literally walk through the show floor in about three hours and I was done so I well, don't know. it how, is how much-
0: definitely chaos and one of the interesting things and I'm gonna I shared a video from someone I found in one of those small well they had a 20 by 10 booth but mm. folks realize that if you have one of those book booths the smaller ones they stick you in a corner facing a wall somewhere right mm-hmm. I mean mark the smaller mm-hmm. booths get no play whatsoever. Right. Even if you invented literally the next big thing, you're stuck yeah. <laughs> facing a wall. So one of my things is Kurt and I went and we looked at some of these booths that are facing a wall, mm-hmm. and I found this one company, and I'm trying to look up the name of it, because, I mean, everybody knows about rolling suitcases. Everybody knows about all that yeah. stuff. Yep. But, you know, th- this company... They're from Sweden, and I'll have their name in a minute. Uh, They invented a very, very cool device which takes salt and water. Okay? Then they have a fuel cell. And picture a small thing, a little smaller than your phone. Mm -hmm. And you take this fuel cell and you push it in, into the thing. That pushes water and salt into it, and it's uh, from my piece my FC power, I believe. And when you do that, it becomes a phone charger. No lithium: nifty. Perfectly nifty. green, perfectly green. and I was blown away. I was totally so I had the guy do a demo, a video which I've shared. It's had over 4,000 views on uh, Instagram. So take a look at my feed if you want to learn more about it. But they also demoed how they're putting it together for uh, cars, where they're putting these cells in the car doors, okay, instead of, you know, that heavy piece on the bottom. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the it's pretty amazing. I mean, the, the thing they were demoing, and I tweeted about it, uh, single-use cards containing water, salt, and safe um,
1: stuff, <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff, you, important stuff, stuff,
0: you know, it's, it's patented stuff, right? Yes. Safe right. reaction components and it creates electricity. It's insane. Yeah, that's pretty so cool. So on Twitter, you'll find them as my FC power and it's the Jack hybrid. Uh, take a look at it. You can see my video and I think, cause you know, I've talked about, um, I think hydrogen is a big deal and that hydrogen would be the power for the future, mainly because lithium batteries are really, in the end, not green at all. Because where are we going to put all these batteries when they're done with them? And they're big, and they're bulky, and they're heavy. So shout out to that company, MyFCPower.com. They really had an innovation. It was really great to see yeah
1: I mean I saw a couple of interesting things there was I don't know if you had it because Marcia and I didn't walk the floor together because uh, it's easier for us to cover ground separately but uh, there was a very cool bread making machine I don't know if you saw that, that Yeah, but it made a,
0: enough bread for a bakery I mean is this well like, yeah
1: and, and it was intended it, was like it an wasn't assembly intended line. yeah yeah okay. it wasn't intended for home use, but it was a kind of a cool thing you know it takes an I don't know how long it normally takes to bake bread. do you have any idea what that process About how an long hour. That pro- now. Yeah, because this is how long this took. This takes, you know, it, it looks like the old style vending machine where it was glass all the way around. And, and that's good, something that you may ultimately see in your local bakery where they're using this kind of device to bake bread or bake goods in it. The other thing that, that I found interesting was I went over to one of the booths that um, was a 3D printing booth. And they had a bunch Oish. of the 3D printing going on. And, you know, we talked about this, what, for five years maybe? Uh, right. The, right. And, I, so, and I looked, and they're smaller, and they're cute, and they're pretty. And so I talked to the woman that worked there, and I said, how much are these? And she said, well, $3,000 for this, uh, but you have to uh. have this attached to it, so the whole device is five grand." Okay, they're still not ready for prime time, and it's been five or six years. And, you know, of course, what they show you on the show floor are toys. You know, they make these little plastic toys. Now, there right? are some ter- there are some terrific uses for 3D printing for, for parts, you know, that you, auto parts, computer parts, whatever that they will build out of, but it's still not ready for prime time. And I would have thought five years later you would have, you know, maybe found a home printer that was affordable, but how many people are going to do that for $5,000 just? is too much money well, um, you,
0: you know the thing is when you're at CES only a portion of what we see ever comes to market right correct True. yeah I mean it's all pretty pie in the sky and whether you really need all this stuff is another now do you really need a TV screen that rolls up?
1: Well that's yeah let's let's talk about that in a second because we can talk about we're okay. going to talk a little later about TVs and such but the one thing that i did find that that we saw at one of the uh the i think it was Showstoppers, is a clever device is not meant for consumer use but has a consumer end it was a device that you take let's say you're somebody that works in their house and you find a, a piece of something a plumbing or something and you don't know how to describe it you don't know how to buy it you know you need the part but you, you know you then you go to your local store and they go well it looks like a 7y g4 well there was well, a device i just want to
0: tell you before before we talk about yeah. the device what i do I just take a picture of it and take the picture to the store. Right. So tell me what this device does well the picture taking
1: a isn't going is, to do. You know, pay, taking a picture is great, except the issue is that if the person that you work with at the store doesn't know the part either, you know, think about a Lowe's or a Home Depot. They've got yeah. hundreds of thousands of parts and things. Well, this particular device, you and it is, uh, you put the piece of pipe or the piece of electrical or whatever it is inside of it, It renders a 3D image of the device, searches the Internet, I guess it is, and finds the specific model number of that device so that, oh, that's an XYZ 742. And then you give it to the Home Depot guy, and he says, okay, yeah, we have that in stock. So it just makes it easier to identify parts of things in your home and you won't have this device at home you'll go to Home Depot and that's where you'll find it and it will make life a little easier for finding I mean I don't know if you've done that before I've gone into so stores So you don't before. so
0: you don't have to buy it
1: Oh they no 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 you don't buy the device it. it's it's okay. meant to be in stores it's meant to be in Home it. Depot Got or Lowe's it. but it's a clever idea because you know yeah. how many have you ever I've done that have you ever walked into a store and shown the the guy behind the counter he goes I don't know what that is you know, they don't always know everything. No, part of I just can.
0: then I just walk away and say moron and I call it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so the
1: Exactly. So I thought that uh, was kind of interesting. you know, I thought that was kind of fun. Another uh,
0: interesting thing that happened, and I don't know if you were aware of it. You know our friends at Linksys, Belkin, yep, Remo. Yep, uh, yep. Chet Pipkin founded Linksys, God, twenty five years ago. And mm-hmm. it's become one of the largest, dare I say, right? Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Uh, companies speaking about all the brouhaha we hear about China yeah they merged with Foxconn (laughs) yeah I mean you know it's about time we we need to realize hey you know and here we're talking networking equipment IOT and all that they merged with Foxconn I saw a lot of great stuff that was out of China and we just have to realize this stuff is going to happen. We're going to have to have some sort of trust levels, but whatever. They had some amazing things. Now, as far as the IoT, just yep. just a question. Mm-hmm. Those those plugs, do you use any of the smart plugs in your house?
1: No, I have not installed smart plugs yet. I, uh, no, I, I don't.
0: We I don't, have a couple. We have a couple. The problem with a smart plug is, you know, that will turn on when you tap the thing on the app. Right. It can't really have an on-off switch. In other words, if it's a lamp, you can leave the lamp in the on position so that when you tap it on the app, it will go on. Yeah. But if you want to turn on a TV, it would have to be programmed somehow. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because when you want to turn on a TV, you have to push a button somewhere. Tell your TV to go on. It's just not automatic. So a lot of that is fading. Although, you know, people think, yeah, that's really cool. I see we just uh, brought the tech radio feed back up on, on Twitter because obviously okay. something happened. By
1: the way, Uncle Bill just uh, texted. Thank you, Uncle Bill. Uh, the bread machine I was talking about is called the Breadbot. It actually makes fresh bread every six minutes. So that's a whole lot faster than what it would normally take to bake bread, apparently. So, and it's cool-looking, so you have to look in uh, Uncle Bill's post. Um, it came from Mobile Syrup, so thank you for that. Yeah, so um, so there there were a lot of interesting things. But Like I say, I, I don't know that I walked... Did you walk through any place at CES or anything we saw uh, that you went,
0: wow? Well, we never do, really, yeah, and that's the, that's the thing. And all the writers wrote about that because... Not everything is a wow. Even in technology, right. not everything's a wow. Right. Well, so, anything,
1: not everything. How about anything? Anything that you went, I have to own that tomorrow. If I could go into the store and buy it tomorrow, I would be there. Did you find anything that you thought was like that?
0: No. Yeah. No, because most of it, A, isn't available in the store, and right. B, it's still ridiculously expensive. You know, all the media, mainstream media, folks, they're all talking about the 8K TVs that we saw. Yeah, just going to say that. Yeah. Who is going to buy an 8K TV? No. I'm not. Because, A, it's going to suck up bandwidth like a mother. Am I right? Yep. Because yep. that's four times more bandwidth than a 4K TV. Which and
1: we don't watch now anyway.
0: I, I tweeted a, a chart about that earlier this week. Yeah, you know, People aren't even buying 4K TVs. And they're already trying no, they're to not. push on us. Yeah, they're trying to push on us this. Um, you know what's
1: coming, though. I will say in in the TV area, and I don't remember if it's Samsung that pioneered this or what. They have now developed a method. They're very expensive still, but they take square panels. So let's say the panel was 12 by 12. High tech, uh, HDR. I mean, the 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 most magnificent TVs you can get. But you can build your own TV with the panels. So you know you want a TV that's 300 inches. You know, you can build 300. If you want one that's 60 inches, you do it with the panels. And they're independent, seamless panels, but when you look at the TV, you don't see the seams in them. And that is uh, that is available now at outrageous prices, but when that becomes available to the public, that's going to be the next big thing in televisions. Now, you you were talking about foldable. I don't
0: the ro- see it The either. rollable TV. It, it, rollable. It rolls, rollable, up, not foldable, it rolls right. up like a... <sighs> Like it a, rolls yeah, like up like a piece into of a piece of furniture. It rolls yeah, up right. into a piece of furniture and goes up and down. And right. I do, I just don't know that people want to spend a month's salary on television. Uh, it, you call me crazy. Well, yeah, you know, I think no, they no, have better true. things to be better things to be spending money on. Um, it, it's just the eight K TVs. I just found the chart um, worldwide. Worldwide H- Ultra HD. Those are the TVs mm-hmm. that most people are buying now. Yep. Yep. In 2018, there were 222 million sold. They expect maybe, perhaps, by 2023, there'll be 600 million sold okay. worldwide. Right. 8K TV sales, eh, 0.4 million next year. And by 2023, maybe 11 million. So it just shocks me the amount of media time these things get.
1: It is Everybody's uh, showing ridiculous. 8K TV. Right?
0: Ridiculous, ridiculous.
1: Yeah. And what is it that you can watch in 8K TV? Oh wait, nothing. No,
0: nothing. I mean, you can right?
1: barely watch in 4K right now. You know, the uh, Dish Network, for example, uh, has a bunch of 4K bunch. So let's say there's ten. They have 4K movies that you can rent on on Dish Network. Uh, there's nothing broadcasting. Except for an occasional Olympic broadcast. I remember last year they did a 4K broadcast. So we're not even anywhere close to 4K, let alone an 8K. But,
0: you know, the question, let's just say also, is do you want to see anything in 4K? I mean, well, that, I like yeah. watching stories on TV or, or even sports. Right. I mean, honestly, do you need it to be that high res? I don't know. I well, don't
1: think so. I mean, the, you know, when you watch 4K TV, you and you stand there, and I did, or an 8K TV, because I stood in, you know, for the five minutes I needed to do that. Right, right. It looks like you can put your hand into the TV and just pull something right out. I mean, it's it's so dynamically phenomenal picture. And again, of course, these are all demo tapes that you're looking at, but they do. And I, and I remember I thought that when the first HD TVs came out, you remember we went, oh my God, look at that tours of the wine country. You know, and you and the flowers and the things you saw on there, and this is pretty much the same thing, only higher res. But you can't watch anything. So I, yeah. I you know, I think it's, I think it's going to be a bit of time before we not only get to 4K on a regular basis, but on an 8K. You know, you could be five, six, seven years away. So what do you need to buy an 8K TV for when HD 4K? Uh, what 4K has been around? What three years? Four years? Yep. Okay, so let's say it's three Nobody or four years. Nobody wants
0: it. Nobody. There's wants
1: still it. nothing to watch in 4K.
0: Well, but you know, that's not the thing. People don't even have the money to buy a new phone. Well, they're what's expensive. causing there's Apple no, all those problems. Yeah. There's so no you know, without so, getting into that, so yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. All right. So so that was what we saw at CES. Um, we'll talk some more about a couple of things a little later in the show that came up that were kind of fun. Um, but in the interim, th- this was a fun story you found about Elon Musk. Uh, the you oh know, yeah. The, well, we
0: can't. You know, we don't have enough about Elon Musk. We just have a couple. of miles. No, we
1: don't. We don't.
0: We so. Let me just give you some quick facts. Yeah. Elon Musk holds South African, Canadian, and U.S. citizenship. Okay. He has a net worth of $21.8 billion, which is nice. nothing compared to Jeff Bezos' wife, which we might talk about
1: later. <laughs> which we try to get to talk about that story later.
0: <laughs> Musk taught himself computer program at the age of eight. Nine. So um, he dropped nine. out of Stanford after two days. Yeah. He was the inspiration for Tony Sark. In Iron yeah, Man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, his official Tesla salary is only forty thousand dollars a year. And reportedly he doesn't cash the checks. Right. Uh, but he does have thirty five million Tesla shares. Yeah, so
1: worth a few bucks.
0: And his earnings from SpaceX, so let's not worry about yeah,
1: it. He's done okay. This is the next one I think is actually really cool. Go for the, it. The uh, Okay, well, he's the owner of the submarine car from the James Bond film. It was called Wet Nelly. It's a Lotus submarine car prop from the 1970 James Bond film Spy Who Loved Me. He reportedly plans to convert it into a real car. Uh, That transforms into a sub. Now, that is cool. I want one of those.
0: Well, and he's a big X-Men fan. Now, yep. he ran a nightclub out of his house in college, <laughs> yeah. which doesn't surprise me at all. Right. But obviously, the sign, sign of a you know real mm-hmm. entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, he started building his own rockets when he was a kid. He's mm-hmm. a master at Dungeons & Dragons. He used to live on a budget of a dollar a day. Yeah, well, that's pretty good. He cool. tried to open a video ca- arcade at age 18, uh, 16, and he read the entire encyclopedia at nine years old. So, I mean...
1: It's crazy I mean I've got I would have to say I would enjoy sitting down and having lunch with him. he's a fascinating you know he's made a lot of blunders but he's had a lot of success he yeah, is well, a, you you're know it's missing kind
0: of, the boat I'd rather sit down with Mackenzie Bezos
1: <laughs> yeah well yeah I'd rather marry her so she's yeah, gonna get I mean
0: after the divorce she's going to be a hundred times richer than the Queen of England twin yeah, didn't they say she will be the richer? richest
1: woman in history?
0: Yes, yeah, it, it, yeah, probably, and she'll be twenty-six times richer than Oprah Winfrey. Um, for every day she was married to Jeff Bezos, yeah, consider that she could bank seven point four million dollars for every day she was married to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty so, interesting. So, hey, stuff. I'm not making any judgments here on how stupid anybody is. Yeah, well, they were married or, twenty-five or years.
1: It's not like he found her, you know. Exactly. Yeah, so they were married, and she
0: time. had an awful lot to do with building Amazon. She was the accountant for right. you know the person who handled the books. So, yeah, she's so good for her.
1: Well, the real uh, question is what what will Jeff do with no money left? Oh wait, I guess he'll have some money left over, right? After yeah. paying her off, yeah,
0: yeah, he'll still yeah. have fifty fifty. So yeah, that's right. What's Are
1: that? they in California? Where do they live?
0: they live in washington state which is
1: 5050. Oh 50-50. okay yeah cuz california yeah. is 5050 state. Interesting. So yeah, so And and uh, another
0: thing since I don't know the time isn't moving that quick, I saw it talking about money and wasting money. Yeah. Apple buys 50 business class seats from San Francisco to Shanghai every day of the week of the year. Now I have flown LAX to Shanghai mm-hmm. in business class. Yeah. And these puppies run about $7,000 a piece, even with a deal. <laughs> yep. So I tweeted a, a chart on that earlier. I mean, that's insane. Can you imagine that travel budget? They spend $150 oh, million dollars on airline tickets each year.
1: Yeah, isn't that that's crazy? Gosh, gotcha. yep. all right. When we come back, we got so much more to talk about and so much more to tell you about. We're coming up with the Buy of the Week next. Don't go away.
0: This is Marcia Collier here with Mark Cohen and Kurt Boothman on Twitter on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet Talk. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier.
1: Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your
0: company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit
1: LearnItIoT.com.